Hello, and welcome to the Confident Sober Women podcast. I'm your guide, Shelby John. I'm the mother of three, wife to one, and sober since July 1st, 2002. As sober women, we have something huge in common. And when we share our lives and our stories with each other, we feel that sense of belonging and connection so we know we are no longer alone. In this podcast, you will hear real-life talk about building confidence and transforming your life beyond recovery. So come on, let's talk. Hey, Sober Ladies, I'm so glad you're here. Today we are tackling the concept of sleep in recovery. We all know this could be a big challenge for women, and today we're going to talk about it. So you lay down in your bed... You pull the covers up close and then boom, your mind starts racing out of control. It's like that noise gets quiet all around you and then the to-do list seems to be right in the forefront of your mind, right? All of the challenges of your day are now spinning in your brain, bright like neon Las Vegas signs, right? It is literally the worst feeling for me, I don't know about you, you're just so tired, you're exhausted, and all you want to do is fall asleep. And you should be able to do that very easily, right? And then you're left questioning, should I get up? Should I start watching a show? Should I listen to a meditation or take a sleeping pill? What am I supposed to do? It's really hard to know what to do. So I know for me, this can be true many times in in my life. This has happened in and out of recovery. It's happened um, in and out of different stages where things are going on in my life. And then certainly after I had children, I noticed that sleep challenges became a little bit more prevalent until I really learned how to take control of this part of my life and make it into a pretty serious routine and habit that I try not to deviate from. So according to the National Sleep Foundation, up to 67% of women said that they had a sleeping problem in at least a few nights of the month, right? And 46% of them had problems almost every night. That's a lot of women. Almost half of women said they had problems sleeping almost every night. And then according to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, as many as 72% of people with an alcohol use disorder, will also suffer from sleep problems that can persist for months or even years after they stop drinking. So this is definitely a big number, right? These statistics tell us that you're not alone, but have no fear. There are natural solutions related to emotional sobriety, but also related to the reduction of anxiety and stress that deeply affect our sleep cycles. One thing for sure is you have to radically transform your daily routines in order to get healthy sleep. You want to have that energy level and a clearer mind. So sleep is critical to this process. And insomnia and recovery can lead to a big series of side effects. And they're not positive ones, right? It can lead to mood swings increased irritability, hallucinations, anxiety, increased risk in depression, 
and just being unable to find sobriety very comfortable in your life, not getting comfortable in your own skin. So this is why sleep hygiene and routine are critical to your recovery. So I want you to imagine for a second how much you will be able to get done when you're sleeping more comfortably at night. How will you feel when you get more quality, deep sleep? How will you be able to relate to your spouse and your kids and maybe even your coworkers or your boss? Kind of sounds like a dream, right? But interestingly enough, the natural solutions for helping you get the rest that you need have literally been hiding in plain sight this whole time. You have them right inside of you. And sleep hygiene is the number one solution. Now, I know I've said that term a couple times and you're probably like, what the heck, sleep hygiene? What even is that? And I want to share with you today a little bit more about what it is and then how you can put these things in place for yourself, literally starting today. So good sleep hygiene is all about putting yourself in the best position to sleep well each and every night. It's optimizing your sleep schedule, your pre-bedtime routine, and also your daily routines to harness the energy and habit to make quality sleep feel more automatic. And today I'm going to share with you my top five steps for, for creating it that you can literally start tonight. But as always, I want to break it down so that these changes are more sustainable and you'll be more effective at making them and sticking with them over time. So I'm going to give you all five of the steps, but our focus today is only going to be on step number one, okay? I will never say that you shouldn't do the others if you feel like you can, but I want you to be successful, so I want you to commit to one and then do it fully and then slowly add in the others if you haven't already done so. So I hope that makes sense to you. So I'm going to give you all five of the steps. Today, we're going to focus on step number one in greater detail. You can add in the other steps if you want to, but I'm going to dive into step number one. So here they are. Step number one, creating a sleep sanctuary. Your bedroom needs to be a relaxing, comfortable place that promotes sleep. Step number two is exercise early in the day. When you take care of yourself during the day, you're going to sleep better at night. And getting physical activity increases the amount of time you spend in deep sleep. Step number three is limiting your screen time. Studies have shown us that the blue light from electronics stimulates the brain and can definitely disrupt your sleep patterns and keep you awake. Number four is eat for good sleep. A sleep-promoting diet is one that's rich in clean whole fruits and vegetables, whole grains, and lean proteins. So we'll talk a lot more about that in greater detail in another podcast episode. Number five is establishing a good sleep routine. So going to bed and waking up at the same time as often as possible sets the body's internal clock and circadian rhythm. So this all sounds doable, right? Um, I think it is definitely doable and sustainable. We talk about this a lot in the Confidence Over Women Facebook group, which the link for that is in the description below. And if you really want to be guided through making these changes, sleep hygiene is part of the second section of the Sober Freedom Inner Circle membership. And it also includes a download with much more details for you and a cheat sheet to help track your progress. So I'll leave the link for that below as well. 
Okay, so let's focus on number one, creating a sleep sanctuary. Your bedroom should be a sanctuary for sleep, right? This is where the magic happens. So this means your bedroom needs to be a relaxing, comfortable place that promotes sleep. It should be free from clutter, from piles of clothes or paperwork. I think you probably know what I mean, right? I want you to either physically go to your room right now or bring it up in your brain exactly as you left it this morning and take a little tour of your space. Is it a mess? Is the bed unmade? Or even if it is made, do you like the bedding? Is it pleasing to you? Does it look comfortable? Is it inviting? What about the color of your room? What do you have on the walls or in the spaces? Is every space filled? Are there piles? You know the ones that happen. Just notice the space right now and take it all in. If you're in your space or while you're, while you're bringing it up in your mind, how does your body feel when you're thinking about it or looking at it? This inventory is really important because it helps to inform the changes you can make from here. When we begin to really notice and tap into the feelings that we have in our body related to certain spaces, we can really um, make the changes necessary to create more peace and serenity on the inside. I actually did a little video tour of my bedroom and posted it in the Facebook group the other day. So you can jump over there and look at it just to kind of give you an, a visual experience of what I'm talking about here. Now, of course, your space might not look exactly like mine or you don't like my style, but you can kind of get an idea. Your sanctuary is designed for only two things, for sleep and, you know, that other thing. It's literally the only thing that it's made for. I want you to keep that in mind as we're moving forward because this sleep sanctuary needs to be only for those two things so that it promotes that healthy, deep sleep and is not distracted by the environment. So you want to make it clean, relaxing, and pleasing to all of the senses. We want to engage all of our senses in this sleep sanctuary experience. If you have a TV in there, I would encourage you to remove it. If this is a challenge for you or you're not willing to do that right now, no problem at all. But just put it on your list for things that you might want to consider changing in the near future. But if you are willing to go all the way, I would definitely encourage you to get that TV out of your bedroom. So first things first and completely free is cleaning up your space, right? So go around and put things away. If you don't have a space for everything, then consider purging your space as you're cleaning it up. Now, this is a whole nother episode, right? I want you to kind of think Marie Kondo, um, magical art of cleaning up but or tidying up. But we'll get to that another time. But just put things away. Clean up your space. Do not have paperwork, computers, bills, or other types of things in your bedroom. If for some reason you have to have it in there, like maybe you live in a really small space and you have to have your desk in there or your home is just set up for you to work from home from your bedroom, it's not ideal for sure. But if it has to be in there, I want you to try as much as you can to create a separate space for that. So like put your desk in a corner and kind of make it tucked away from your sleeping area. And then of course, make that space as neat and organized as possible. So we want the environment to be tidy. We want it to be 
organized. We want it to feel um, non-cluttered. That's the look we're going for. I want you to check in with the lighting. If you have bright overhead lighting, consider adding a lamp or two for softer lighting, especially in the evening. We want to be able to create a visually pleasing experience using lighting. Dimmer switches on your light switches are an amazing and super low cost way of adding a big change to your space. And literally you can install them yourself. I'm pretty sure you can find a video on YouTube or ask somebody you know and they can probably help you. But lighting is a big deal. And when we dim the lights in the evening in particular in our whole house, not just our bedroom, it starts to let the body and the brain know it's time to start relaxing and unwinding and preparing for sleep and it boosts your melatonin production. Do you have room darkening blinds or curtains? This is super important for creating a healthy sleep space because complete darkness aids in that production of melatonin that I mentioned, and it also helps you to stay asleep in your space once you've fallen asleep. And sound is the next part of this as well. The same goes for sound in your environment. Your sanctuary should be free from noise except for maybe the use of a sound machine or something like that that produces like a white noise, if you like that. We have an air purifier in our bedroom that we use for the dual purpose of creating that white noise and also cleaning our air. This uh, also helps to drown out the other sounds in the house that can be very disruptive to our sleep. Again, we have three teenagers in our home. They stay up later than us, and oftentimes they're movement around the house in the evening can be really disruptive. So that sound machine kind of helps us with our um, noise reduction. And then finally, add in some aromatherapy. So essential oils are an amazing way to create stress relief and to use as a sleep tool. You can easily add a diffuser to your bedroom and then use it every single night. I would say even Get it going a bit before you plan to go to sleep. Like, you know, maybe you go upstairs and just have it ready so that when you're going into the room, it's already filled with sleep-inducing scents for you to enjoy while you're prepping for your sleep. You can also use oils topically to reduce stress and to promote relaxation and sleep. I make a deep sleep uh, blend and I keep it in a roller bottle next to my bed and I use it every single night. It is amazing. I recommend putting it on the bottom of your feet and on your big toe pads because the pores in those areas are larger to absorb the oils and really help you get into that deep sleep. You can also put it on your neck and your wrists, really anywhere you want. There's an entire module on essential oils in the Sober Freedom Inner Circle to really dive into this because it really does matter which products you use. It's so important to pick the right kinds of products and to understand um, quality of oils, and how to use them for the most bang for your buck. So the best oils to diffuse or use on your skin individually or as a blend are lavender, cedarwood, chamomile, valor, ylang-ylang, bergamot, and frankincense. There are a few others that I sometimes work with um, in my deep sleep blend or or in my diffuser but those are the most popular ones that are related to sleep and stress relief there's also a post in my confident sober women facebook group with a video tutorial on making this blend so i'll go ahead and drop that link in the description below as well and you can head over there and literally watch me 
make the blend and you can see the oils and how to do it. So I want you to get going on making your bedroom a sleep sanctuary. It doesn't have to cost a bunch of money either. I want you to think outside the box and consider simple solutions for the things that I've laid out here. And remember that your bedroom is for two things only. So I want to recap the steps for creating a sleep sanctuary. You want to clean it up. No piles, paperwork, clothes, or etc. mucking up your space. We want to use softer lighting and also room darkening shades. Eliminate any sound that you can and use essential oils for relaxation and sleep. So there you have it. Now you're equipped to take on the first step in creating healthy sleep in your recovery. If you have any questions at all, drop them in the Facebook group. The link is in the description below, or you can shoot me an email. I definitely want to hear how you are implementing these things in your home this week. And a final thought. Relax, breathe. It takes time, but there is a great joy to be had in moments of every day. Just remember, you're learning new steps, a new dance. Lisa Fredrickson. See you next week. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Confident Sober Women. If you enjoyed this conversation, hit the subscribe button above so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And hey, if you really loved it, leave me a review. You can learn more about the Sober Freedom Inner Circle membership at www.shelbyjohncoaching.com forward slash inner circle. See you next time.